Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Real Talk about real estate, presented by Debrew Realty in Mansfield, Texas. Your host is Susan Debrew. I am your co-host, Steve Pixler. We're still talking about all things real estate. In this episode, we're going to talk about a little bit different topic than we've been discussing. This one is owning versus renting. Oh, that's something to think about, especially in a crazy market when you're trying to figure out, is it a good time to buy? What do I need to do in the meantime? So, Susan, let's talk about owning versus renting. Okay, so before I became a real estate agent and opened my own brokerage, one of the things I would always tell people, always, buy. If you possibly can, if the timing works out, if your finances work out, it is absolutely the number one way to stay out of poverty. Mm. It's the number one way historically to build wealth. And it is the American dream. Like it actually makes people more secure. It makes you, you know, there's, there's the pride element. There's all of that. But own home ownership is so fundamental mm-hmm. to um, our family life and to everything mm-hmm. else that, yeah, we're going to talk about money and finances in just a minute about it. But it's actually more than that. Like home is a big deal. It's where you live and um, it can affect your whole quality of life. Have you ever rented? Yeah, for the first six months of our marriage, we rented an apartment. And how did that feel compared to owning a home? Oh, yeah, very different. When we bought our first home six months in, uh, it just felt like it was ours. We had arrived. It felt like we were putting roots down. Yeah. And it did feel like a sense of accomplishment. It is a huge accomplishment. And there's a reason why it's a yeah. um, the American dream, honestly, because it helps you to build wealth and you have control over your circumstances. Mm-hmm. If you are renting, and, and that's one of the, the things that's probably one of the greatest pros about owning is that you really are in control of your own life. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't always control taxes, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but Homestead can help limit them. Okay, so one of the things I wanted to do is I wanted to go through a couple of pros for those who want to rent because mm-hmm. there are some cases where renting makes sense. Mm-hmm. And you need to know, like, is that am I am I in that situation? So mm-hmm. you don't go buy if it's not a good time for you to buy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the pros of homeownership, which, in my opinion, far outweigh mm-hmm. um, renting. Um, the first thing is a lot of people will rent because they have a misconception that it's cheaper to rent than to buy. Mm. They feel like buying is more expensive somehow. And it's not true on a monthly basis. Mm-hmm. I mean, typically, especially in today's world with interest rates being so low, this may not always be the case, but in today's market, with interest rates being so low, often people can, their monthly payment will be lower on a mortgage than it will for renting on the same quality of house, mm-hmm. same size, same location, all of that. Actually, your mortgage will be cheaper. Which is crazy to think mm, when you think yeah. about that, but it's true. Um, and you can kind of think of it this way. Well, the landlord's making money on you. Mm-hmm. He's not doing it as a charity. So mm-hmm. if he owns the house and he has a mortgage on it, you're paying his mortgage plus. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is that um, uh, a lot of people feel like, well, I can't come up with a down payment of the closing costs. And you do have to have some. There's no doubt about it. If you can't save any money, there's a good chance you might not be able to buy yet. Mm-hmm. And so maybe you need to rent while you're saving. It just makes it a little bit harder on the renter because they're already paying a, a premium monthly plus they're trying to save up mm-hmm. to buy. Yeah. Um, we do have a lot of good down payment 
programs available for yes. first-time home buyers or um, there's all kinds of like grant programs. Some of them you have to pay them back over a period of time. It's just kind of you don't even notice they're in the background like they helped you with your down payment and it pays it back at zero percent interest over so many years and you never even know it. But if you sell the house uh, within a few, few years, you may have to pay a little bit of it back. There's, and there's some of them are free. You never have to pay them back. And that's where a good lender is going to help you mm, yeah. know what to do and what, mm-hmm. what works for your particular situation. So in today's market with low interest rates and down payment assistance programs, a lot more people can buy right now than they ever could before. Mm-hmm. They, a lot of them, they just don't know it. Mm-hmm. They're not being educated that it's cheaper to buy than to rent in many cases. Mm-hmm. Um, pros of renting. So there are some cases, sometimes when it's smarter to rent. Mm-hmm. The first one is if you say you just move into an area and you have no idea, like you don't know anything about the area at all, you know, go try to get a short-term lease. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's probably cheaper than staying in a hotel. Mm-hmm. And if you're there three months or something, it gives you plenty of time to uh, f- learn the area, learn some neighborhoods, you know, work with a realtor to, you know, help you get the lay of the land and understand, well, what can my money buy? Mm-hmm. Um, the other time is, of course, is uh, uh, one of the advantages of, of renting is um, if you are afraid of fixing things mm-hmm. um, and your budget can only afford an older home that's mm-hmm. a fixer-upper, then I would rent until you can save enough to kind of offset. There's usually not going to be a whole lot, like, but to offset that difference between I can only buy a fixer-upper right now and I'm afraid to turn a wrench. Like mm-hmm. That's a lot of people. like They have mm-hmm. no ability to do that themselves, so they would always have to be paying somebody else. That might be one reason to rent in the short term until you can buy a newer home mm-hmm. that has that's not going to see any of those issues for many years, right? And then you can always sell that one and then buy another newer home. Like there's always ways around that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, in residential real estate, the landlord is responsible for fixing anything that happens to the home. Like say the say the storm comes in and the roof needs to be replaced, or if the AC breaks, you know, they're going to have to fix the AC. Um, commercial real estate, that's not typically the case. Usually it's the tenant. And for the residential people, like, you also have to n- trust your landlord. Mm-hmm. What if they don't care? Yeah. You know, then you'd have to fight them. And, you know, it's expensive to go to court and all of mm-hmm. that. And mm-hmm. and it just makes living in, you're living in somebody else's house. And if they don't have the money or if they don't want to invest in the house, then you have this tension there. And so, um Yes, the landlord fixing the house, fixing, doing repairs is a pro for renting, but it also can be a con if it's not done right. Um, the other last pro that I can think of, unless you can think of another pro for leasing, would be if you know you're only going to be in the area for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. If you're only going to be there for a year, maybe two it, there's selling expenses involved with turning and selling the home. Typically, 8% by the time you pay the agents and the um, title policy and the closing costs and all. So it, it's not always that high, mm-hmm. but it can be. And I'd rather you prepare right, right for the right. worst and then be ple- pleasantly surprised. So kind of gauge about 8% selling expenses. And that's and if your home, if your market's not moving at at least 8% in a year, well, and you're only going to be there a year, like don't take the risk, mm-hmm. right? Like go ahead and lease. At least you, you know what you're losing. Because honestly, if you're leasing, 
you're guaranteed to lose 100%. I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah. Like that's one of the greatest disadvantages is to leasing. It's the only time you're going to dish out thousands of dollars a month, month after month, and be guaranteed to never get a dime of it back. Yeah. And, you know, other than your security deposit, and that was in addition to your monthly rent anyway. And so, so sometimes you have a buyer that is trying to get themselves in the position to buy. Mm-hmm. What's your advice to them about renting? So um, I would talk to your lender, number one, first. Mm-hmm. So don't don't make those decisions without good counsel because mm-hmm. it's very it's a very expensive. And you may be prepared to buy sooner than you think. Yeah, you could be. Or mm-hmm. it could be you need – the lender is going to say, like, no, really, you're going you're gonna to need six months. So don't get the three-month lease because it's going to be expensive to renew it again. Like get the six month lease or get the one year lease. Like the lender is going to be the one that's going to be able to tell you, this is what you're going to have to do to be able to qualify. And a lot of times people like, well, I didn't know I could qualify. I didn't know that this was money available. And they were expecting to have to rent and save. And it turned out when they talked to the lender, they were already good to go. But the lender can, a good lender will not just say yes or no, or this is what you qualify for. They're also going to give you some counsel on what you need to do to get ready if the answer is not yet. Yeah, and don't let that conversation scare you because some people will feel a little intimidated, you know, to get that process started. They don't know what, a lot of people don't like to even start talking about something that they feel unfamiliar with or unprepared to talk about. They feel overwhelmed by it. Private. It triggers them. Yeah. Someone's digging into my finances. Shame-based. We all feel it. I don't care if you yeah. make a million dollars or if you make a hundred dollars. They, you know? they sort of want to swagger in feeling yes. like I got what it takes to do this and they don't want someone telling them no. So sometimes people can just get scared away from that conversation with a lender, but don't do that. Jump in, get all your information you can. That's going to help you make a better decision. It's going to it's going to help you make a lot more money over the course of your yes, lifetime. Yes, it will. Yeah. So, so just Swallow that pride and, just and go for it. Do it. And just so do another it. instance that's kind of mm-hmm. interesting to me is in this crazy uh, seller's market we've been talking about. I had a friend that sold his home, made mm-hmm. you know three or four hundred thousand dollars on his house, and yes. went into an apartment yeah. just as a matter of investment. So he was saying, "I can go live in an apartment for two years. I made this much money on my house." And he is, of course, I think, sort of betting that the hot market's going to slow down a bit. <laughs> and what if he's and wrong? So there's a wrong. risk. There's the risk, but he's willing to mm-hmm. take that risk because he thinks he can make so much off of his home. But he doesn't want to turn around and go buy another house right now because the market's so crazy. So my question is, what if what if we what if our market stays for two years? Then he will have lost basically what he. He will have lost renting. all of his rent, mm-hmm. and he will have lost all the appreciation on the that house that for two years. That's a huge risk. That's true. Mm-hmm. Because if the market does correct and he buys here and the market corrects, like well, I don't expect this to have a big crash. Yeah, we don't have a bubble. Yeah. like if we had a bubble, I'd expect a crash. Yeah. we don't have a bubble. So we my don't. greater risk yeah. was I asked my wife Gina. Mm-hmm. I said, "So what do you think about living in an apartment for two years?" You know, she said, <clears throat> "With five <laughs> you, kids you risk, still at you home, risk your marriage." <laughs> that was it. Was a risk to body and and limb. You know, it was like it was like no, 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 no. That's not happening. Not with five kids still at home. Yeah. So anyway, it was a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> and why did you even want to process that? Just because your friend did? It was more of just the fun of asking. Oh, okay, the really. fun of seeing her reaction. Exactly right. That yeah. was I had so much yeah. fun with that. Yeah, you and six kids and your dog in an apartment. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Oh, but it has a pool. I have a pool. Come use mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you the pool did not sell the deal. We are no. still in our house. <laughs> you could move into a neighborhood that has a community pool. Yeah, that's or you true. could move into a house that has a pool. I know a great realtor. Would you like me to help you with that? <laughs> so, yeah. But as far as your friend goes, I understand the thinking. I yeah. just, for me, it would be too great of a risk. Yeah. Yeah. 
It, it, it would. I Unless you really feel like you're on the height of a bubble. Yeah. And I have been there. I, I came from the East Coast. Yeah. And I've ridden the bubbles. Yeah. And I actually was very blessed that we sold on the height of one. Mm. And then we rode out 10 years to, and we sold to the height of another. And uh-huh. like, and that's not fun. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Because the downtime in between was, you know, it kind of, you kind of felt hemmed in by it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, um, but you know, we actually got really blessed. So we were good with that. All right. Okay. So, so talk me into buying. Yep. I'm going to talk you in real quick. I know we were already, we're already a few minutes later than I probably would Oh, we're doing to, good. But you think? We're yeah. doing, oh yeah. It's a fun one, right? You guys homes. are really enjoying this, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So pros of homeownership. Okay. Okay. Number one, nobody can raise your rent. Okay. I have some some people that I know that they were thinking about buying last year and they just decided they better wait a minute. And so they leased for another year. And um, of course now, like the houses have gone up probably, mm. what, about 8, 10% mm. over this past year. And so the houses that they're looking at now are much more expensive than they were a year ago. And they just got the notice from their landlord that their rent's going up by 300 bucks a month. Uh, you know, and that, can they do that? Uh, you bet. They can charge anything they want. Yeah. And as long as the, somebody will pay, they'll, they'll get it. Mm. And so my people have to now move and, and buy a more expensive home. Mm, yeah. If you own your own home, nobody can raise your rent. The only thing that can go up is taxes and insurance. You ha- you can shop for your own insurance. Yeah. Uh, you do have to have insurance, though, if you have a, l- um, a mortgage. Mm-hmm. You have to have insurance if you have a mortgage. You really should have insurance even if you don't have a mortgage. But... Yeah, and, the, and even with the taxes, like we've already talked about homestead exemptions mm-hmm. and things like that you can do to kind of help with some of that. Yeah, and the home, we'll have a, a whole podcast on homestead. I actually have a old podcast up on homestead that's pretty detailed, Like, mm-hmm. and, and it will limit how much they can raise your taxes. If you're a senior, it'll freeze part of your taxes, so mm-hmm. it won't continue to go up, at least not all of it will. The school portion is, is a big part, and it freezes that, I believe. Disabled veterans. So if you have served our country and you're a disabled veteran, like you can get your part of your taxes waived, and if you're 100% disabled, you can get a hundred percent of your taxes waived. Hmm. I love helping veterans. I can buy them Mm. really nice houses because you know, taxes are a big part of your monthly payment and we can wipe out all of that, you know, co, you know, called a brew realty. Um, so nobody can, (laughs) by the way. so nobody can raise your rent. Nobody can make you move, right? Nobody can just say, Hey, I want my house back. I have Mm -hmm. a lot of buyers that we help. They've been leasing and the seller wants to either move back into their house or because they want to take advantage of the hot market and they want to sell the home. Yeah. Our kids coming home from college or who knows what the reason may be. That's right. They want to just give it to their mama. Yep. They yep. can make a move. If they, they can wish. make you move. Yep. Right. Uh, if you own your own home, they can't make you move for that. Um, you can. You have control in the home. You can yeah. put whatever colors on the wall you want. You can put on an addition if you want. You can, mm-hmm. you know, build a wall and divide that huge room into two. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever you want if it's your own home. It doesn't matter if you have a mortgage on it or not. It's mm-hmm. totally within your control. However, you cannot do that if it, you are. Yeah. leasing. Yeah. You have to have the, the lender's permission. And oftentimes if you paint a color, they say fine, but you have to paint it back to neutral before you move out. Yeah. And if you own it, you still have to go with city codes and that sort of thing. Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Especially you, you if can. you're doing these uh, <laughs> finishing out garages. I don't say you can never do anything illegal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, have, you have to obey the rules. Yeah. But and you can do whatever you want. Which actually is those. very important, by the way, because sometimes people will you know finish out a garage or they'll do an extra room over their garage and they don't get it approved by the city. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they're wanting to sell their home and they want that square footage listed. And now it's a challenge because the city doesn't recognize that it's there the tax authority doesn't recognize it's there so that's a a really big deal so the number one thing to know if you're going to finish out interior space or do an addition is get the proper permit please. yes please if it's permitted 
it is now added to the square footage. That's right. If it's not permitted, now we have an issue of can the appraiser count it? Yep. You know, all, and all of that. So, yeah, it can cause some issues. Sorry, I squirreled. No, no, no. That's a good squirrel. These are all important things to know, right? <laughs> like an owning versus renting. Right. And now that you own, what can you do? All right. So the very last thing, and I think it's probably the most important thing, and it circles back to how we started, and okay. that is building equity. Yeah. The number one pro of home ownership is not just, you know, that the feeling of this is mine. This is home. I'm secure. My kids can grow up here if they want to, or if I want to stay that long, <clears throat> but I'm building equity. I'm not buying somebody else a house. Mm. When you rent, you're buying somebody else an apartment complex or you're buying somebody else a home. Mm-hmm. You literally are. If you own your own home, you're building equity and you're buying your own property. Yeah. Yeah. So bottom line is reach out. Let us know. Let's get the conversation started. DebrewRealty.com. And we can actually, yeah, we can help you sort through some of that. We can point you to lenders, recommend some good lenders. We can help you kind of get the information you need to get Mm -hmm. to make really good decisions. The bottom line here is we want to help you build wealth. We want your family to be blessed and strong. And um, that's what we do here. It really is what we do. It's about helping people improve their quality of life. So if we can help you in any way, be sure and let us know. DebrewRealty.com. We'll keep talking about all things real estate.